of your signs and wonders that we witness every day thank you because of your grace that is at work thank you because you are good to us thank you because you are a prayer answering God thank you father thank you father thank you father let tonight again be a night of blessing and make it a night of miracle thank you Lord Jesus in Jesus mighty name we have worshipped. 
Amen. God bless you. you. Can be seated. God bless you in Jesus' name. Let's these three people to church. So you are welcome tonight. At least three people. You can stretch your hand to see. Hallelujah. This month for you will be your month of enlargement. The Lord will enlarge your coast and it will comfort you on every side. This month your prayer will be answered. In the name of and you will have testimony in Jesus' name. John chapter 3 verse 27. That's what we are going to read tonight. John chapter 3 verse 27. John 3 27. John chapter 3, verse 27. Alright. John answered and said, A man can receive nothing except it be given him from heaven. Everything you need for God to give you to enlarge, the Lord will give you this month in Jesus' name. If it comes from God, it will be released into your life in the name of Jesus. I want to prophesy to somebody tonight. This month, you will not be stranded. God will help you right early. In the mighty name of Jesus, I prophesy for somebody this month, you will not be frustrated. In the precious name of Jesus Christ. Amen. Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18. Behold, I and the children whom the Lord had given me, we have for signs and for wonders in Israel, from the Lord of hosts, which dwelleth in Mount Zion. Signs and wonders for enlargement. What do I mean by this? Walking in the miraculous for enlargement. Walking in the miraculous for enlargement. It takes a miracle for enlargement to take place. In John 6, beginning from verse 6 to 12, Jesus wanted to feed 5,000. And he asked Philip, where can we buy bread for these people to eat? And Philip said, 100 penny words is not enough to feed this one. Because there are so many. And the resources we have, there are so few. The Bible says in verse 6, And this is said to prove him, for himself knew what he would do. What did Jesus do? Jesus simply miracle. Jesus performed miracle. Where he needed expansion, where he needed enlargement, where he needed fulfillment of his desire, he simply performed the miracle. Jesus performed miracle. Enlargement can only take place where miracle is possible. Where there is no miracle, you are limited. 
And some places, you are even stranded. Because as human being, you have some certain limitations. Miracle. When you want enlargement, there are some times that the only thing that can guarantee the enlargement is miracle, signs and wonders. And Isaiah chapter 8 verse 18 says, we have a signs, we have a wonders. In other words, we are in the miraculous all the days of our life. The testimony that we share in church is nothing but God has done for us. Something miraculous. Something we did not expect. Something we did not plan. Something that happened that changed the natural course. You see, this is simply a miracle. And if there's anything you need, that we need the miraculous to happen this month for you to be enlarged, the Lord will do it for you. In the mighty name of Jesus. There's a song that says, Oluwami Manti Oshe Jesumi Manti Oshe Emimi Manti Oshe Tayemi Ofidara Oluwami Manti Oshe Jesumi Manti Oshe Emimi Manti Oshe Tayemi Ofidara Jesus knew what he will do. What does this mean? If you are going to enjoy miracle, you should also know what to do that will guarantee the miraculous. Because Mark chapter 4 verse 11 says, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of God. Mark chapter 4 verse 11. He said, for unbelievers, all these things are done in parables. They are mumus. They just look and said, we don't know how things are going. But you know that it's miracle that is taking place. And you know the ingredient of the miraculous. Look at what he says. He said to them, to you it has been given to know the mysteries of the kingdom. One of the mysteries of the kingdom is the ability to walk in the miraculous. Let miracle happen here. And miracle will happen. In your life this month, miracle will happen in Jesus' name. You are going to testify to the miraculous. In the mighty name of Jesus. One of the issues of miracle is the word of God. So does 4 verse 7. Maybe you check for me. Exodus 4 verse 17. God said to Moses, the Lord said to Moses, you will take this rod in your hand with which you will do signs. The rod that the Lord was talking about is talking about the word, not physical rod. He's talking about the word. Anytime you want miracle, you must take a word in your hand to do miracle. The word, the stem of Jesus, the word of Jesus is what we use to perform the miraculous. If you want to walk in the miraculous all the days of your life, you must take the word of God in your hand, which, which you are going to do signs. Joshua chapter 1 verse 8 
the Lord also said to Joshua, this word must not depart from you. It must not depart from your heart, from your mind, from your life. He said, because you are going to meditate in it day and night. That is the only way you are going to make your way prosperous. And that is the way you are going to have good success. Instructions. Number one to Moses. The rod in your hand is an instrument of miracle. Instruction. Number one to Joshua. The word that I speak is the instrument for success and prosperity. If you want miracle, take my word. If you want success, take my word. Because it is my word you are going to use to make your way out of difficult situations of life. It is my word you will take. When you handle the word, you are going to use the word that I'm giving you for your greatness. You use the word to climb. The only ladder you need to climb down is the word. And it's the word you are going to use to climb to the top. You use the word. You must know how to use the word to your own greatness. I don't want to waste much of your time, but I want to say a few things on how to use the word for miracle, for multiplication, for increase, for blessing. Because so many people hear the word, but they don't know how to use the word to create their desired miracle. How do I use the word I'm hearing? Pastor, as we talk about the word, the word, the word, how do I use it? Number one, use the word of God to catch vision. When you open your eyes, use the word to see. Use the word to catch vision. Use the word to catch a dream. Use the word to draw the map of your life. Use the word to see. Psalm chapter 36 verse 9. With you is the fountain of life. It is in your light that we see fishers. We see our life should look like in your word. I open my eyes to see the diagram, the image, the pictures of my life. Use the word to catch fishers. Don't use the economy to catch fishers. Don't use your background to catch fishers. Don't use the criticism of men to catch vision. Don't use what people are saying against you to catch vision. Use my word to catch vision. Use my word to dream. Dream the impossibility into possibility. Using my word. If you must be a miracle worker, you must be a vision creator. Not just content creator now. You are constantly creating a vision for your tomorrow. Constantly. Constantly, Jacob in the jungle took a rod and placed it before the animal where they were meeting. And they produced after what they saw. The same thing is still happening today. Take a word. Put it in front of you. Use it to create a vision for your life. And you will produce after the word that you believe. Use the word to be the vision for your life. Don't be a visionless Christian that here here says we gossip in the office. We come to the church and still gossip. It doesn't matter where you're coming from. If you are somebody that is constantly creating a picture about how you want your life to be from the world, your life will live in the miraculous. You'll be surprised that you'll be different from your family people. The enemy in your father's house will not be able to affect you. 
Because nothing works like visions. Fission will reflect in your face. People will see you and say, you don't look like us. You are different. You can be in Abundant Grace Church and live as if you are in America. Because you are seeing fission that is different from what other people are seeing. You can have a small salary and live a good life. Why? Because you are using the word to create a fission for yourself. Isaiah chapter 3 verse 10 says, Say to the righteous, it shall be well with him and he will eat the fruit of his labor. That means God has a job for every righteous man. Nobody under the living church should be jobless. It is not because we are heartless that you say you should work. It's not because we are wicked. It's because that is the vision of God for your life. He did not say you are going to be living on peanuts. Hand down from people. No. You will eat the fruit of your labor. You don't need prayer. You only need a fish. I say, yes, God say, I'm going to eat the fruit of my doings. And you are seeing it. And as you are seeing it, God is blessing the work of your hand. You get a job immediately. It is the fish that change mentality. Your mentality will remain the same. But you can see better than what other people are saying. Fission. Fission is what you must use the word of God to catch. Deuteronomy chapter 32 verse 30. What does he say? Genesis Deuteronomy 32 verse 30. Put on Deuteronomy 32 verse 30. God wants to use his word to catch fission. He said, how could one chase a thousand and put and two shall put ten thousand to flight unless the rock their rock had sold them and the lord has surrounded them by this what the bible is saying that every marriage should be for multiplication of results not crisis one shall chase what a thousand who shall I chase what? That's what he's saying. You catch a vision for your marriage. The marriage is for multiplication of results, not for settling quarrels. That's a vision. So you are seeing your husband as a multiplier of results in your life. You are seeing your wife as a multiplier of results in your life. And because that's your vision, that's what you keep seeing. As you are entering marriage, you are entering a season of increase. And once that becomes your mentality, you don't fight over mundane issues. Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. The Lord called them and blessed them. What did he say? Genesis chapter 2, verse 18. Use the word of God to catch vision. We are catching vision tonight. And the Lord God said, It is not good for man to be alone. I what? I will make him a helper comparable to him. You see your wife or your husband as a helper in destiny, not a destroyer of your dream. It doesn't matter what the devil is trying to say. You know, people get confused, stranded, and down and frustrated when they have a mindset that their partner is the evil. Somebody came to me and said, I had a dream. I saw Tamite eating wood and God told him that your wife is the one that is eating your wood. And he used his hand to destroy his marriage. 
mess up classically because he catch a fisher from the devil, run away from a badder, come to Shubu to come with another lady, and he messes his life up. And said moving backward instead of going forward because he refused to see that when God says, I will make a, a helper comparable to you, that's what he means by giving you a partner. You will not catch fish from the enemy in the name of Jesus. Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9. Maybe I read one or two more. I'm talking about fish. Use the word of God to catch fish. I'm going to tell you how I use the word of God to catch fish myself. Two are better than one because they what? Have a good reward for their labor. My marriage make me better. Your marriage also will make you better. You will have a good reward for your labor. Everyone that is married here, may you continue to have a good reward for your labor in Jesus' name. Everyone that is open to marry, your marriage will lead to great reward, great expansion, great blessing in your life, great fulfillment in your life. You will not be weeping the weeping of sorrow in your marriage in the name of Jesus. Say, Pastor, I believe it. You see, it is the vision that change orientation, change mentality, change expectation. Without vision, the people perish. He that keep the vision happy is he. You must catch a fisher for living. Somebody says, if you want to get married, don't marry a man with television. Marry a man that has vision. It is vision that determines the future. If a man buys television without vision, very soon he will set the television and he will have nothing. But if a man has vision without television, very soon he will hold the television station. And it's like we continue to say it is vision that determines what to become tomorrow. If you don't have a vision, your dream will be small. Okay, let's go again. Proverbs chapter 4, 14, verse 4. You say, how do I use the word of God to create miracle? Use it to catch a vision for your life. On a shop table, one night, I was reading the book of Proverbs, and I catch a vision that took me forever from Legedis Benz to somebody that's always riding, riding a good car. Look at what he says. Where no oxen are, the trough is clean, but much increase, much expansion. Come by what? By the strength of the horse. God himself. Nobody preaches to me. Open my eyes to it. He said, as long as you continue to trek, you are not attracting much increase and expansion by a car on my soap table. Look, I don't know. I saw this verse. And God told me, much increase is by the strength of the horse. What they say in economics is a car is a liability. But God told me in the night that a car is a weapon for increase. I catch the fish on. Back then, 1996, I changed my orientation. I said, my own car is not a liability. My car is an asset. That changed the way I look at my car. And I say, I can never check again. I don't care how much they sell the car. I will always buy something higher. After the one I'm using, I'll be buying in the range of 40 million, 50 million. It is a vision that changed the orientation. I'm telling you now. God told me here, much increase is by the strength of the iron horse. I could see car in the Bible. And I told my wife that night, 
you can never trek again. And some days after, one of the professors in saw me, he said, come and see Pastor Dituji, that Tom Felku to bicycle. Because that's where I see it. I was traveling with my car to Jebode for one of my uh, sister's son's wedding. And I carried my uncle, a driver, and took along. And he asked me, Pastor, is this car not consuming fuel? I said, I don't know. He said, I said, why are you asking? He said, the, your car looks like a city room. Yeah. This one is more comfortable. I saw that comfort here. I saw it here. Years back. And the fish is reproducing. That's what I see. So when I buy fuel, I don't see my money as a waste. I see it as an investment for my increase. You can say hey, it's a lie. But I've never been done ever since I saw it. And I've never lacked resources to buy a car. It is what you see that determines provision that comes your way. If you don't see it the way I'm saying it, you cannot have what I have. Somebody say, how can pastor this see car here? I say, can't you see now? In the Bible days, they use ox. In our own days, we use machine, iron ox, car for increase. So my own car is not a liability. It's an asset for my increase. That's the way I see it. And I buy fuel without stress. Ever since that time. And it's so interesting. That car is not a liability. It doesn't take money for, away from me. My own car put money into my pocket. He put money into my pocket. I said, some year, some, how many months ago now? I think Toby called me and said, the chairman of Ruliwu want us, want us to come. I said, the president and student in Ruliwu called Toby, you know, and told him, I want your guy to come. We are, we are having a meeting. We want you to come. And Toby said to him, he said, ah, my guy can come like that too. If you want him to come, you have to provide the logistics, the fuel. For, he did not even tell me before telling him. My guy won't come like that. You have to provide the logistic. And one money started calling me. Daddy, check your phone. He has sent the money for the fuel. I said, maybe I will send somebody. He said, no, daddy, I want to go. He said, he has sent money. He said, okay, he has sent 20,000. Okay, we used to buy fuel. That's where I see a car. It's a fission that changed the way you think. He sent the money. We put the money to buy the fuel. How much is said for? I don't care. Put the fuel there. And we move. Ah, ha, ha, how can we buy this thing? I said, when fuel was 65 naira, how much was it? 65 naira. My brother-in-law brought a car into this place. VH, VH, land cruiser. And somebody said, he, look at the size of this car. This one must be going with petrol station wherever he goes to, to fill the tank. He has not changed. He has so many of it now. It doesn't affect him. If you like, buy something less than Corolla. It will not take water. <laughs> you, you, <laughs> ah, why do you like Corolla? Go and buy Corolla Golo. You will see poof right there. 
Efficient that determine provision. It is what you see that determine what flow into your life. Use the word of God to create vision for your life and for your expenses. The Bible says anyone that cannot take care of his family, he has denied the faith, is worse than an infidel. So I know as a man, God must give me provision to take care of my family. Why? I'm not an infidel. I've not denied the faith. I believe the faith of Jesus Christ's work. Who I constantly see myself as a provider for my family. That's the way I see myself. I don't care how you see yourself. It's not about the economy. It's the way I see myself that determines what flows into me. I magnetize what I see for my life. I showed you yesterday. The psalmist says, 3725, since when I was young, I have never seen the righteous sower, nor a seed begging bread. So I don't see myself begging. In any way, it doesn't matter what I do. Whether I preach or I teach or I do anything, I can never get to a time that I will use a committee to beg for food. That's the way I see myself. Look, I say, Pastor, did you is proud? It's not about being proud. It's about the fish I have in my life. I will never beg for anything. That is me. Your vision determines your potentials in life. You can't be greater than your... You must have vision for life. If you don't have vision, other people will have vision for you. And of course, they will have small vision for your life. You must constantly use the word of God to build vision for yourself. Oh. Okay, let me say one more because of time. Use the word of God to build love for God in your heart. Use the word. When the love of God is establishing your heart, miracle become easy. Your desire become God's desire. And you walk in signs and wonder effortlessly. Effortlessly. Deuteronomy chapter 8 verse 18. You will remember the Lord your God, for it is He that gives you power to make wealth. In other words, anything you have, you are going to ascribe to the sources of God. You will see God as the source of the blessing that you have. You are using the word of God to build your love for God. Because the word of God is like a love letter to the believer. When you are hearing it, it will inspire you to love God more, not to be arrogant. Use the word to build the love for God. And you shall remember the Lord your God, for it is you, it is He who gives you power to get wealth that He may establish a covenant with you, your Father. You know, as you are hearing the word and the blessing is coming, you are saying, God is the source. God is the source. You are remembering God. Somebody say, sir, another blessing has come. Say, ah, it is God, though. Another good news has come. Ah, it is God, though. Because those of him that will it, then there is some that run it. It's of God that showed mercy. Don't use the word of God to antagonize Christ. Use the word of God to build your love for God. Anytime you are hearing God's word, let the love of God arose in your heart. I want to love him more. I want to serve him more. I want to increase in him. Don't use the love of God. Don't use the word of God to now say, eh, eh, even the Bible says, 
to fight yourself. First John chapter 3 verse 18. Use the word of God to build your love for God. As you are hearing it, be more interested to hear it. Be more interested. First John chapter 3 verse 18. My little children, let us not love in word or in tongue, but in deed and in truth. Let love God with our heart. As we are hearing it, we are not just confessing love in hypocrisy. Let love God more. Whether you are in the choir or you are in the usher or you are in the technical, there is deep love of God in you. That was what Joseph was doing when they tempted him to sin. He said, I can now do this thing against God. The word of God in his heart encouraged him, help him to love God more. Not that you are carrying Bible and you are living hypocrisy. There is no love of God in you at all. God, the love of God must be paramount. As we are hearing more of God's word, God expects you to grow in love with him. So that when we force you to give, that's where you give. Because you love him, you give him things effortlessly. Because you know it's your source, it's your alpha, it's your omega. Say, how can I live without giving anything back to God that he has given me this month? You don't struggle with titan offering. Don't struggle with it because you know it is the love of God that has helped you to be what you are and to be who you are. No one can receive anything. No man can receive it except it is given to him from heaven. So anytime you receive something, your first love goes to the source. Lord, you are the one that is responsible. You are responsible. And I'm going to use this thing to serve you and to love you. Use your, the word of God that you are hearing, not just in hypocrisy, to develop your love for him. I love your love for you. And there is no church without enemy of the church. Do you notice that? There is no church. At times, God intentionally allows you to grow and grow until you grow wings. Is that you are growing to grow wings or you are growing to grow in love with God the more God is blessing you? I was listening to a clip of Abadeboye. How God blessed four people in the church. He said they became very, very rich. Billionaire. It's on the Facebook now. He said, and they wrote a letter to him. We want to know how you are spending our tithes. He said, ah. He said, because their income is strong. He said, and he said to them, there's no problem. But there's no place where God said that in the book of Moses. That Moses will go to the people of Israel and tell them. He said, I will write it and put it on the table. Any of you that want to read it, you can go and read it. But I will not be there when you are reading it. He said, that's the first thing he said he's going to do. He said, number two he said he's going to do is that he will not, he, he will tell the secretary not to join their tithes and offering with other people's offering and tithe again. So that nobody will touch it. You know, at the time when you hear this thing, you say, ah, can somebody write that to Baba Deboye? Under his teaching. He said, they grow and they become thick and they grow wings against him and they wrote a letter to him. Two years after, two years after, he posted another pastor there. He said, Professor Abiyaba. He said, and they started complaining. And they came to me and said, people are complaining. He said, why are they complaining? He said, nothing is working for them. He said, they have offended you. He 
Say, I, I did not offend me. I only ignore you and your offering. That's what I did. I've forgiven you. He said, he forgave them. They begged. He agreed. He said, as he's talking now, he's on Facebook today, those four people are no longer in the redeemed Christian church of God and they are not where they should be. Things have turned. He said, that is where he got the word greater than the greatest, bigger than the biggest. He wanted to see whether God will be bigger than the biggest in the church or greater than the greatest in the provision. He wanted to see whether God will provide for him. And God started blessing the church for that means. The word of God should not be used to fight God or to fight church or to fight your unit. The word of God should be used to grow in love. The more you stay in church, the more your love for God should be deeper and bigger. Deeper and bigger. Not scattered. They ask, how many years have you in church? Ah, 50 years. But my love for God has never remained the same. When I joined church, I find it difficult even to give offering. But now, after God has blessed me, I'm so much in love now that at times I don't even know what I give because I'm in love for him. Your relationship with God should be growing on a daily basis. On a daily, your love for God should be growing on it. If, if you are not using the word of God to grow in love for God, you will use it to grow against God. Say so we have been here for a long time. I think now we should begin to ask questions. That is not people that grow in love do. They grow in love for the things of God because their heart is, is flexibly in love for God. They can't do anything against the kingdom. They say, no, 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 I can't hurt. Have you forgotten what the scripture says? That even when two brethren are fighting, he said, if instead of you going to the court, one of you should decide to solve our loss. How many of you have read it before? If you have read it, raise up your hand. Then for you to take your case to an unbeliever to judge. Do you know believers are going even to court now to fight as couple? Then where is the love of God? That's the love of God. Use the word of God to grow in love with God. You have something about him today. You are excited. Next tomorrow, you have another thing. You are excited again. Say, ah, this God, I can never, never leave him. It's too much for me. You are using the word to grow in love. And when your love for God is deep, miracle become cheap. Look at it. I'm going to show you. Psalm 81, verse 14 and 15. And we are going to round up now. So that you know that Christianity is not fake. It's a love relationship between you and the Father. Look at what he says. Psalm 91, verse 14. Because he has set his love upon me. Because you have set your love upon God. What does the Bible say? Therefore, I will deliver him. I will set him on high. Because he has known my name. Verse 15. Look at what the Bible says. Verse 15. He shall call upon me and I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will deliver him and I will honor him. First he say, with long life, I will satisfy him. Where you set your love is what determines the answer you receive for your prayer. 
Where is your love? Some of you don't know that God is a jealous God. He sees the way you relate to other things. He sees the way you relate to other things. I was the head of the medical library for 18 solid years. If I enter the office and I'm annoyed, the staff there, they are troubled. If they hear that I'm going to take their case to Gubasho, they will fear as if I want to kill them. You know what they say? On your phone, on and to back bone jelly no wa. What is power? If they hear me, that your guys are annoyed. Do you see the way they will look for people to beg around? But in church, it's not like that. It's not like that. They say, "What is it?" And I will not go to church again. But if it is your office, won't you know what to do? Because see the way you respect office because of the money. God is saying, am I not bigger than your office? Am I not bigger than your job? Can your job give you baby? Can your job give you everlasting life? Do you love me like that? You see the way people love their job. They can do anything to protect it. It's the same affection you must set on God. They ask, where are you going against the church? Where else will I go? Where is it's God. God's not ordinary person to me. And I will never treat him for granted. Not that if God is God, let him be God. I don't care. You have set your love and your affection upon God. Use the word that you are hearing to build your love for God. And he said, with long life, I will satisfy him and I will show him my salvation. He started from verse 14. He has set his love upon me. When you set your love upon him, eyes have not seen, ears have not heard what God has prepared for those people that love him. It can only be revealed by his spirit. Know where you set your love. When you love him beyond food, he will keep you. He will give you give, give so many things. The love of God. Use the word to build your love for him. A miracle will attend to you easily. Stand on your faith. Stand on your faith. Using the word of God to create a miracle. Raise your hands to heaven. Say, Father, I have set my love upon you. I will never do anything that will hurt you. I will never do anything that will bring shame to you. I will never do anything that will disturb the unity of the church. I will never do anything that will tarnish your name because my love is upon you. I have set my love upon you. Therefore, you will deliver me in trouble. I will call upon you. You answer me. You will honor me. With long life, you will satisfy me in the mighty name of Jesus. I have set my own love upon you. My love is set upon you. And upon you, my love is. I don't care what any other person may say. My love is upon you. I have set my love upon you. I have set my love upon you. Therefore, you will honor me. You will deliver me from trouble 
in the name of Jesus. What a night. Set your love upon him and you never be stranded. Set your love upon him. You always be rising and rising and rising and rising. I have set my love upon you. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Number two, say, Father, help me see fission from your word. Let your word help me to create fission for my life. Let your word help me to create fission for my life. I can only be what you want me to be. Lord, help me. Help me. Go ahead and pray. Let your word help me to build fission for my life. Let your word help me to build fission for my life. Go ahead and pray that prayer very well. Lord, let your word help me to build fission for my life. As I read your word, let me see the fission of my future. For with you is the fountain of life. And it's your light, I see light. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Lord, help me. Help me to see fission from your word. If you are praying very well, God is giving you a fission in his word. You are not just coming to church as a church goer, but you are seeing your future every day. Every day, God is showing you and showing you and showing you and showing you and showing you. Glorious hand, glorious future. Lord, let your word build fission in my life in the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we have prayed. Precious Father, today we have come to the reality of using your word for miracles. Give us a word that will show us fission. Build fission in our, in, our, in our life in the name of Jesus. And help us, O oh God, to grow deeper in love with you in Jesus' name. Familiarity will not bring disrespect. But Lord, it will bring deeper love, deeper, deeper relationship with you in the name of Jesus. Honor your people tonight. Answer their prayer. Let this month be the amount of the miraculous. Enlarge their coast. Honor them with your word. Honor them with your word. Satisfy them with long life. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. Oh, me.